Praise the Lord. Thank you for being here in the second service. We had such a great time in the first service that they wouldn't let me stop preaching. And I thought we'd just carry right on into the second service. So if you guys do the same as what they've done, we're just going to have a good, day, a good time here today. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if you would, we're going to be looking at, uh, at the Word of God, and we're going to, I've got a title to this, Who Shall Rouse the Sleeping Lion? And you may be wondering, you may be wondering, what is that all about? But we're going to be looking in Genesis chapter 49, and we're going to discover <clears throat> exactly what that's about, and uh, who shall rouse the sleeping giant, or the lion, which you might would say would be a giant. And I'm excited about where the Lord has taken us. You know, faith comes by hearing and <clears throat> hearing by the Word of God. And what we're about to engage in is a supernatural experience if we'll do it uh, with an open heart. So we want to pray now that we can be in the right position, that the miracle of God would take place in us at the preaching of the Word. That uh, we, we're not just here in a ritual. Uh, we, we're not about spiritual ritual. We're not about religious ritual. We're about... Uh, encountering God and God encountering us and us having a genuine uh, growth experience in Him, muscle building experience so we go out here stronger and we go out here facing this week with the instruction of God's Word and with the power of God's Word. Amen. So let's just pray. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to come around your word. We know you said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So supernaturally, as we open our ears to hear and our eyes to see and our mind to receive, Lord God, your word this morning, Lord, the miracle of, of faith coming is going to take place. And we know without faith, it's impossible to please you. But with faith, we can, we can do all things through you, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, as we exercise the faith that you've given us. So Lord, you prepare us for a supernatural week, for a supernatural day, for a supernatural time, if we'll open our eyes and our ears and our heart to receive. So Holy Spirit, help us to remove all distractions, remove anything that would hinder us in any way from moving to that next level that you have for us this day. And God, up front, we give you the praise and the glory and the honor for it, for it is in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Let's go to Genesis chapter 49. We're going to start in the Old Testament. We're definitely going to end up in the New Testament as well as uh, we find that the Old Testament is the New Testament contained and the New Testament is the Old Testament explained. So we get the containment and the explanation as we tie the two together. But let us begin our studies this morning in Genesis chapter 49, beginning at verse 1. And here we are looking at Jacob and his sons, and uh, he begins to uh, pr prophetically speak over their lives. And Jacob called his sons and said, Gather together that I might tell you what shall befall you in the last days. Gather together and hear, you sons of Jacob, and listen to Israel your father. I believe first we make the point here that God is saying there are times where we need to gather together. We need to hear things corporately. Things that uh, God wants to say to us that are important for us to hear as a group, not just by ourselves. That this, uh, what God has called us to do is not to live as an island unto ourselves, but koinia, a fellowship, a uniting, a familia, a family, a connecting we are as brothers and sisters in Christ who are called together as we gather God has a word for us. I believe here's the understanding so uh, we can set the atmosphere uh, that God wanted for Jacob and his sons. He is setting an atmosphere when we gather. It's a time for impartation. 
So I want you to have that mindset today that I am here for an impartation, not from Pastor Tim. I'm just a donkey, if you might say, delivering a word as God can speak through a donkey. But God, I want you to hear what God is saying beyond uh, the personalities and beyond your circumstances that you can hear what God is saying because I believe this is a day of impartation by the Spirit of God in this place and for you. Here, Jacob calls the seed of God together, his sons that would be the seed of God going forward. As we know, even Jesus of the Lion of the tribe of Judah coming from one of his sons. And as he brings them together for this impartation, this impartation is not speaking so much of the past as it is for their future. So I want you to see what God is saying here today is this is not about your past, but this is about a learning experience for you to take the Word of God into your future where you are going. We know that all Scripture is given of God. The Bible says all Scripture, all scripture has been given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Somebody needs to say right now, I'm going to go away better than I came. I'm going to go away richer than I came. I'm going to go be away better prepared than I was when I came in because all Scripture is God-inspired and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? That you, the man, the daughter, the son, the daughter of God, <clears throat> may be complete. God wants you to be complete. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. Hallelujah. So God's got good things in store for you this week. So as we come and we apply the Word of God to our lives, we see what was spoken to them. And as God spoke this to them, we know that God uh, has words for us today as well. So I want you to listen through the story and through the words of God and hear not exactly only what was said by Jacob over his sons, but what God is saying to you today. And Jacob is not saying this is what I think will happen, this is what I'm guessing will happen. Rather, he says, what I say will come to pass over your life. You can count on these things because I, as your father, with a father anointing, and the Father anointing carries seed for the future, is able to reproduce. He says, I am coming with the authority of the Father's anointing and I'm speaking into your future. Well, here today, God has called some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints for, for, for every good work. So God has put authority figures not necessarily to be worshipped, to be uh, adored, to be idolized, or anything like that. He just needs someone that will stand up and speak for Him with authority so that spoken word can carry seed and reproduce and bring the life of heaven on earth into your life. So I stand in that role to speak over you, uh, not in any way to exalt myself, but as one of you as well, but understanding God wanted an authoritative voice to speak his word prophetically that you might have that impartation. And you're going to see where all of this is going because I believe it's going to be very, very crucial and important about where you go forward in this week. So we're going to be dealing with four of the sons here uh, this morning. And I need to warn you that the first three are warnings, okay? So there may not be a whole lot of shouting going on uh, uh, as we talk about these first three, these first three sons. And I need you to smile at me because I love you and you love me. And this is the word of the Lord and the warning from God. And I'm not here to beat you up or anything like that. We're in this together. 
We are in this together. But I'm going to cover these first three and then I'm going to pray over them and then we're going to close with the fourth one which is the blessing. And let me tell you what, we're going to be able to go out of here, I believe, charged like we haven't been in a long time going forward with authority and power, understanding why we are charged to go forward with the blessings of God. But we cannot ignore the warnings. We can't just embrace the blessings. When God gives us warnings, let me tell you what, it's profitable that we look at them as well. So, again, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. So let us look at these first warnings. The first warning we find in verses 3 and 4 of Genesis 49, and he speaks to his son Reuben. And he says, Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. If we stop there, we would say, praise God, how great, how great this would be. But he goes on in verse 4 and he says, but you're unstable as water. And because of that, you shall not excel. The first word is a warning about instability. Now you think about the impartation of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God is designed for you, His giftings, His anointing, His talent for your life, everything that He has deposited in you, salvation He has freely given through His Son Jesus Christ, redemption, the curse being removed, all of that so that you can go forward in might, that you can go forward in strength, that you can go forward in excellency of dignity and excellency of power. But He tells us, if you are unstable or unstable, then you will not fulfill your God-ordained purpose. You can be gifted at something, you can be strong at something, yet not excel, excel because of instability. People don't realize that their inconsistency and their instability is costing them in this life. Not only is it costing them, it is costing others as well. Unfortunately, churches are filled with people that are gifted, people that are talented, people that have the anointing of God who will sign up one day and they don't show up the next day. Who says, God has called me to do this, yet next week they say, God has called me to do something else. They start something, but they never finish it. Oh, that would definitely not be you, right? Or me. Help us, Lord. He said, Reuben, you are the beginning of my strength, but you will not excel because you're unstable like water. When you look at water, the example that God uses here, you see water always seeks its own level. Water takes the path of least resistance. Water changes with the temperature. It can be so hot that it turns into steam. It can be so cold that it turns into ice. Let me tell you, God is saying you must find a place of consistency and stability if you're going to succeed in what God has called you to do. You have to be uh, counted on. And let me tell you what, when I say what God has called you to do, I'm talking about your career path. I'm talking about your place in your family. I'm talking about everything that you do because we are here for God. Everything we do to live and breathe is to be a, a, a blessing and, and a use of God. We are His 
temple for His Holy Spirit so that His will can be accomplished in and through our lives. So this uh, details everything in our life. We have to find a place of consistency and stability if we're going to succeed in life. You have to be counted on, be able to be counted on. You have to let your yes be yes and your no be no according to God's teaching in His Word. And for too long, people, they get to the place where you see they should have broken through. You see they should have graduated. You see they should have gone to the next level. You should, that, that, that it all should happen. But then you look, you blink your eye and they're back taking another lap through the wilderness. It breaks my heart because I want to see everybody succeed. I know the plan of God for you is to succeed. I know He says you're to be the head and not the tail. He says you're to be above and not beneath. He says you're to be blessed coming in and blessed going out. You're to be blessed if you're in the city limits. You're to be blessed if you're out in the country. He says, I want you blessed everything you put your hands to to be blessed. He wants you to walk in that anointing and that favor. But let me tell you what, instability will cause you not to excel. He says it right here in His Word. You cannot be unstable as water. You have to be counted on. You have to be consistent. And that takes discipline. And it takes first a mindset change. You've got to have a reversal of your mindset where you think if it feels good, do it. If it don't feel good, don't do it. If it feels good today, I'm in it. If it don't feel good today, I'm out of it. No, when you're come to serve God, when it comes to integrity, when it comes to living your life, if it's hard, He says keep your promises even when they hurt. God says, don't make a covenant, don't make a commitment, don't make a promise and not fulfill it. He tells us that that is something that is despising in his, that he despises that. He wants us to do what we say we're going to do. Back in the day, you could shake a hand, someone's hand, on a business deal, and that was better than paper. That was better. I mean, they would go beyond because it was for the namesake. It was for the business. It was for the family. It was for integrity. That's what we're talking about here, where we, are, uh, we will fulfill what we say we're going to do, even if it challenges us. That challenge, don't count that as the devil's after me. It may be you underbid the situation, but let me tell you what, if you underbid the situation, this is a learning experience for you. Pretend you just bought a college class and you paid in the extras for your learning and now you know better how to bid on what you're going to promise to do. Come on now, I know we're saying amen really loud. Somewhere, not here. <laughs> so Reuben... You're the firstborn. You're to be counted on. You're strong. You excel. You've got all this amazing power of excellency, but I can't count on you. You're not going to make it. You're not going to excel because you're unstable like water. Then he moves on to the next two uh, sons, which he ties them together because they're kind of hooked at the hip. If you got one, you got the other. You can't get away from these two. They, they go hand in hand. And this is Simeon and Levi. And he says uh, in verses 5 and 7, instruments of cruelty are in their dwelling place. Let not my soul enter their council. Let not my honor be united to their assembly. For in their anger they slew a man. And in their self-will they hamstrung an ox. Now what in the world is hamstrung an ox? It literally means they crippled an ox just for sport. Crippled an animal just for the fun of it. 
Or they dig down a wall, which means they dug in and destroyed the foundation, kind of like termites go in and destroy the foundation so everything comes toppling down. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. So these are the two brothers, Simeon and Levi. Self-will and anger is their name. And here's the warning. He says, do not join yourself with self-willed and angry people. You better hear the word of God as God wants to impart the blessing on you today. You got to do what he said not to do in order to receive what he said he has for you. And he says, you cannot join yourself with self-willed and angry people. Do not come into their assembly. He says, you would be amazed at how many people you know, start their own group or their own gra- gathering just because they're mad at somebody else. Unfortunately, you'll see a lot of church splits start out of people being angry and mad and self-willed. And, and I was meet, I met with someone just recently, and no, we were talking. He said, do you recognize me? And I looked through the beard, and I looked through, there was his eyes, and he, and, and he had a hat on. I'm like, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I don't recognize you. He said, uh, yeah, so many, many years ago, I worked for this gentleman that attended your church and we were helping do some renovations in your little sanctuary. It was in such bad shape and, and uh, he was paying us as his employees to come and help out. And I said, oh yeah, I remember that. I said, so you were one of them? He says, yeah. I said, well, where are you going to church now? I said, my, that was 25 years, 26 years ago. And he says, well, I go to this little church out in the country and, and uh, there's not much uh, choices out there. He said, there's just these two rivalry churches. I said, two rivalry churches? He said, yeah, one's the oldest, but the other one's not much older because they got mad at each other and they split. And now they're, you know, they're warring against each other over the years. And uh, both of them, are, we're miserable and we're small and there's not much happening there. And I was like, wow, I really want to go there. You know, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. So, so, you know, it can even happen in Christian communities that we do exactly what God tells us not to do. And what does he say? He says, I will scatter them. I will divide them. They, I'm not going to allow them to formulate and become great because they are promoting an evil spirit. The spirit of anger, the spirit of self-will. And he says, you've got to be careful. Don't let your soul unite with them. Don't, he said, don't go into their habitation because they are instruments of cruelty. They, they, they're the ones that will maim an animal. That's the spirit. It's like they would beat an animal just for the sport of it. They would maim a dog. And I've seen on Facebook some of these videos that just break your heart <clears throat> where these people are taking a baseball bat and hitting a dog or something. It's like, stop it. Stop it. Why would anybody do that? Well, it's this spirit that is still alive today. And when you're with self-willed or angry people, that's what that spirit wants to do in relationships. That's what that spirit wants to do in your life. It wants to maim you it wants to cripple you just for the sport of it these demons don't play fair and this prophecy is over these types of people he says cursed be their anger for it is fierce and their wrath for it is cruel I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel and that word scatter in Hebrew means like confetti that blows in the wind in the streets after a parade that's how they'll be divided you got to be careful when dealing with people in any fashion of life, whether spiritually or physically or emotionally or, or in business or in relationships or in marriage or in dating. Whatever the relationship is, you got to be careful if their foundation and their motivation is anger and self-will. 
Because when you deal with these spirits of anger and self-will, they join themselves together and they don't care what it costs you. They don't care if they hurt you. They don't care if the relationship divides. Does this make sense to anybody? Have you seen this spirit at work? It doesn't care if you set up boundaries or walls and it knocks them over because they're not thinking about anybody else but themselves. And you're sitting there, how in the world could they be so selfish? Well, this spirit drives that. But know with that selfishness comes also a spirit of anger. They are joined at the hip. And, and, and these are the three warnings that, that we're looking at. This instability and this self-will and this anger. And the good thing is that we are gathered together for an impartation. We are gathered together to hear what God is saying. And in this gathering together, something supernaturally can take place here if an authoritative voice will tap into what the Spirit of God wants. And the Spirit of God wants every one of these spirits of instability, self-will, and anger to be dealt with right now. Not go home and deal with it in your prayer closet. Not go home and deal with it uh, next week. But we can deal with it in a community setting as we gathered here right now. And I say, let's deal with them. Amen? So I want to pray for you. So if you are dealing with instability, you know that if you're, you know that if you're dealing with that, if there's, you, you, you want to say yes and you say yes and you want to stick to it, but you find yourself always trying to back out, that spirit is wanting to destroy you. That spirit is wanting to cause you to fail. We want to deal with that spirit right now. And if you're dealing with self-will and if you're dealing with anger, you know that too. I'm telling you, anger is the easiest emotion to connect with. I understand that. And, and I'm praying today that we reverse it. We reverse it. Uh, you know, when people are angry, they try to prove something. They try to get away with something. They try to fight against something. When they're angry through negative emotion, a lot can be accomplished. You get somebody mad and to, just for them to show you, to spite you, they can really perform. But let me tell you what, we were not created to live that way. It will wear you out. It is proven that you can rally people most easily, not, health, not healthy, but most easily through anger and fear. You can get a riot going very easily, but sustaining it will destroy relationships, will destroy uh, uh, everything. If you see a riot get together through anger, they even destroy cars, they destroy buildings. It just That spirit has to manifest. So even though it's easy to uh, rally people to get something done through anger, let me tell you what, that is not how God has called us to advance His kingdom here on earth. It takes longer, I know, for us to build out of faith, hope, and love, but the Bible says the only things that will last is faith, hope, and love. So if we build out of anger, let me tell you what, Satan who comes to kill, steal, and destroy is going to destroy it in the end. But if we build our life, if we build our family, if we build our businesses, if we build our position as we work for an employer, as we build our position as we serve in the kingdom of God, as we build in every area of life through faith, hope, and love, it will last. It will outlast us. Amen. So what we want to do is we want to deal with these spirits because he, God says, I will divide you. You will not excel. You will, you will not uh, accomplish what you were created to do with these three spirits in your life. So I want to pray for you now. In the name of Jesus, and as I pray for you, if you'll agree with this prayer, it can be yours right now. In the name of Jesus, we bring down instability. 
Up one day and down the next. Hot one day, cold the next. Happy one day, mad the next. Cooperating one day, contentious the next. Going to serve God one day, serving self the next. Going to be married one day, going to get a divorce the next. Believing God and walking in faith one day, doubting the next. A double-minded man, God, we know you said is unstable in all of his ways. And let not that man think that he will receive anything from you, Lord. So today, God, we bring into captivity in the name of Jesus, a name that is above every name, that in the name of Jesus every knee must bow and every tongue must confess your lordship so in the name of Jesus here corporately we bring into captivity the emotion, the mentality and the instability the wavering, the up and the down the in and the out, the back and the forth the committed, the not committed we bring it down and we put it under our feet because we believe it is a plan of God for us to excel, we, we believe it is a plan of God for us to prosper we believe it is a plan of God for us to to go to the next dimension in our life. So we bring it down. I say we bring it down. Instability. We bring it down in the name of Jesus. We bring it down under subjection to the will of God and we decree that we are stable. That we are strong. That we are consistent. That we are not starters of a thing but we are finishers of a thing. Our yeses are good and our noes are good. Our word is good. Our our handshake is good. Our name is good because we have determined that we will excel in the name of Jesus. It is in the name of Jesus we declare this now. Come on, somebody shout and put your hands together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and believe with me. Instability is coming down. Instability is coming down. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's deal with these next ones. I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, you've given us authority in your name that when we speak in your name, you back it with all of heaven's currency. You back it with all of heaven's authority. You back it with all of heaven's power. So now in the name of Jesus, the spirit of anger and self-will, self-will, we know you're called the cousin of rebellion because just before you find rebellion, there's self-will. And when you find self-will, we see it joined to you, anger, you spirit of anger. You are conspiring brothers we've just seen here in the Bible. And you told us, God, to make no agreement with an angry man. And with him you shall not go unless you learn his ways and it becomes a snare to your soul. Lord, you told us not to hang out with angry people all the time because their, their stuff will get on us. Anger rests on the bosoms of fools, you said. So God, we're not going to live with this spirit of anger in us anymore. So in the name of Jesus, let anger come out of me now. Just say it. In the name of Jesus, anger, you got to go. May you release it out of your heart. May you let it get up and get out of your house right now. Anger is an instrument of cruelty, self-will, bitterness, and frustration. May you break ties with angry people, the ties they have on you. Break them now in the name of Jesus. May your soul not be united with those who are angry. May your souls not be united with those who are negative. May your souls not be united with those who are bitter. May your souls not be united with those who are self-willed. We break that power over your life in the name of Jesus. That the Spirit of God would give to you eyes to see and ears to hear and discernment to know in the name of Jesus 
Jesus in his most mighty, powerful name. Break it now. We break it now. Spirit of anger, spirit of self-will, we break it now. In the name of Jesus, spirit of anger, go. In the name of Jesus, spirit of anger, go. Self-will, go. We break you off of my life. We break you off of this church. We break you off of our family. We break it now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, somebody take a praise moment and praise God for freedom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hear a word for you. Disconnect from disrespect. I hear a word from you. Disconnect from disrespect. Say it with me. Disconnect from disrespect. That's a word from the Lord. The Bible says in the New Testament that there are those who say things that angels would not even say. That there are those that speak evil of authorities. There are those that speak evil of people in positions. There are those that criticize. They're always criticizing. That's their general disposition. A disrespectful spirit is a dishonorable spirit. It will return and come back and bite you. Do you hear me? Because it carries with it the fruit of not gathering, but God says the fruit of scattering of dividing, of breaking down. Now let me tell you what God has said. God said, I didn't say it. God said that you go in the spirit of anger and self-will. My hand is against you to scatter you, to divide you. Now I'm telling you, when I hear it from God, I am wise enough to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live for God. I'm going to honor God and I'm, I believe His Word. Now if He says, if you puffed up with pride, my hand will push you down. But he says, if you will humble yourself, my hand will lift you up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to be a fool and go around all prideful and puffed up and think I'm all this and all of that. I'm going to humble myself because I know God is not a man that he should lie. And that I know his mighty right hand is already there positioned to lift me up if I will humble myself. And he will take me to heights that I could have never prepared for myself. And he can get all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. But the moment I get prideful, I know His hand is against me. And you can say, well, God is a God of grace and God is a God of love and God is a... Yes, He is, but He's also a God who says, my hand is against the prideful. So we got to take Him in all who He is. Amen? And He also says, an angry spirit and a self-willed spirit, my hand is against you to scatter you like confetti after a New York City parade is scattered in the streets. He says, you're not going to be able to put anything together. You're trying to build and you're trying to make it happen and and it's like as soon as you build it up, they all fall. Every time you get it built up, it all falls apart. Every time you get the contract there, it falls apart. Every time you get the deal almost made, it falls apart. Every time you get the marriage back together, it falls apart. Every time you get the kids in the right order, it falls apart. Every time you get your health going again, it falls apart. Every time you get the money, it gets funny and it falls apart. And you can't figure what's wrong. Let me tell you what, it might be that the hand of God to scatter is on this because there is self-will and anger. You take the warnings of God and you recognize what He is saying and you deal with them. The good thing is you can deal with it just like we just dealt with it and have it dealt with for good. Hallelujah. So unite yourself with the right kind of people. Disconnect from disrespect. I say it again. You say it with me. Disconnect from disrespect. Come on, clap your hands if you get the warning. Hallelujah. Now, after these warnings have been spoken, then Jacob goes on to speak anointings and blessings. Now you can shout. Now you can get happy with me. Hallelujah. We're getting through the warnings into the blessing. 
Now, verse 8 of Genesis 49, he starts now with his fourth son, Judah. Now, we know Judah means praise, right? So when you see Judah, it means praise in the Hebrew. So praise, or Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down, he lies down as a lion, and as a lion, who shall rouse him? I told you I got the sermon title from this verse. Let me tell you what. There was in this day and continues to our day an anointing for praise. God is a God who has created us in His image and He has created us to give Him praise. He is a God that didn't give, call us to uh, praise Him as that's who we're called to do. He's also anointed us to do that. There is a present day anointing for praise. And it is more than emotion. If your praise is based on emotion, you will go back to being Reuben and you will be unstable like water. We have to know that there is an anointing for praise, that God is worthy of praise no matter what is going on in our immediate circumstance, knowing that the very uh, involvement and the uh, encouragement of praise in us and through us can change our circumstances. So this present-day anointing for praise is more than emotion. It's more than feeling the rhythm, okay? And this anointing for praise goes beyond just the metrics or the mechanics of it and moves into the spirit of it. That's what we embrace. That's what we love. That's what we welcome. That's what we pray for. That's what we fast for. That's what we entertain here at Christian Embassy, that we go beyond the mechanics. We go beyond the metrics. We go beyond the day-to-day. -day, we go beyond the emotion. We go beyond the feeling of the rhythm, and we move into the spirit of praise to where even a joyful noise can bring the, <laughs> the presence of heaven on earth. Hallelujah. There is a place in praise that you can get to that will cause your enemy to back off of your life. Now, I'm not just saying that to make you feel good. I'm telling you what the Word of God says. And I am declaring and I am speaking that prophetically over you that from this day forward that you can walk in that anointing and you can exercise that, that declaration of God over your life to where you get in a place of praise where your enemy backs off. There is a place of praise that you can get to that causes the things that are trying to hold on to you to back up away off of you. Hands off, you might would say. There are some clutches of the enemy that is trying to, to get you off course or trying to drag you back that he will release when you get to this place of praise where you put on the garment of praise and the spirit of heaviness has to get out of your house. He says you can put on, you, you got to put it on, a garment of praise to where the spirit of heaviness has to get out of your house. There is a place in praise that causes things to happen where good things come to you and bad things depart from you. That is the teaching of God's Word. 
There is a place in praise that invites the Yashab, or translated in Hebrew, uh, uh, the habitation of God. And the Yashab of God, or the habitation of God, is the covenant-covering, providing, loving, and defending presence of Almighty God. Where He comes in in covenant to bring His covering. He comes in in covenant to bring His love. He brings, comes in covenant to bring His provision. He comes in covenant to bring His presence to drive out every enemy of His. That is the Yashab of God. And God inhabits the praises of His people. That word inhabits is Yashab. So I'm here to tell you on this morning here as we wrap up this great month of April that there is a place in praise that causes God to hang out. There is a place in praise that God says, I'm going to hang out here because these people are praising me, not from what they feel, not for what they can get, not for what someone has said, because they know I am worthy to be exalted and lifted up. Hallelujah. So if you're so passive about your condition to where you cannot even thank God for who He is without thinking about how bad you have it, then God cannot even get something to you. Let me tell you, your lack of praise is closing Him off. We're going around, oh, with God, if God really loved me, He would do this. If God really did, if God, if God, we blame God for everything. Jesus says Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But everybody dies. God, why'd you kill him? Everything's destroyed. Why, God, did you destroy it? You lose something. A thief comes in. God, why'd you, why'd, you, why'd you let it happen? God says, you know what? I've given you some responsibility. I told you to put on the whole armor of God. I told you to start with a helmet of salvation, a breastplate of righteousness, a belt of truth. I told you to take that sword of the Spirit, that double-edged sword that can pierce even to cutting asunder of bone and marrow. He said, in thoughts and intents of the heart, he says, I've given you a shield of faith that will quench every fiery dot. I told you to shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of shalom, nothing broken, nothing missing, and for you to walk praying in the Spirit always. He said, I told you what to do. I told you what to do. And I told you if you'd praise me that the angels of heaven would be sent in, in number that would outnumber the, uh, the demons of hell that are coming against you and would drive out the forces of hell. He says, I'll move in in covenant if you'll just praise me. But you're complaining and you're whining and you're finding fault and you're blaming me for killing and you're blaming me for stealing and you're blaming me for destroying. And why in the world are you cutting off heaven? Why are you cutting off your army of angels that I want to send to you? Why are you sending the Holy Spirit packing away rather than embracing Him? Why aren't you letting me extend my mighty right arm? You're just whining it away. You're singing the praises of hell rather than the praises of heaven. I said, if you've got breath in your lungs, if you've got breath in your lungs, just let out a praise and let heaven come to your rescue. Let heaven come to your power. Let heaven come to bring forth the manifest of glory in and through your life. You need to learn to say, I have an anointing for praise. I have an anointing. for No matter what goes on in my life, I'm going to lift up a shout. No matter what's going on in my life, I'm going to lift up a sound. No matter what's going on in my life, I'm going to lift up a praise because my God is still worthy. He's still worthy. Just because the devil got one pot shot don't make my God any left of who he is. Just because the devil is doing what the devil only can do don't make me turn sour towards God because I know my Redeemer liveth and I'm going to praise Him and I'm going to worship Him and I'm going to live for Him. Hallelujah. 
You need to get beyond I'm just a singer and say I'm a praiser. You need to get beyond saying I'm just a choir. No, I'm a praiser. You need to get beyond I'm just sitting on the third or the fourth pew and say I'm a praiser. I've got an anointing from God. I've got something on me. I've got something in me. And when I go to praising God, stuff around me starts moving. Demons start scattering. Strongholds start coming down. The chains start breaking over my life. Healing starts manifesting. Doors start opening. When I start praising, something happens. I'm telling you, you got to understand there is a present day anointing for praise and God wants you to be a praiser. Hallelujah. You need to say it's a matter of fact. I have enough anointing that if you don't know how to praise, you just sit close to me and I'll let some of it spill over on you. I'm not ashamed to let it spill over because I know the source of our strength and the source of our power and the source of our breakthrough and the source of me going to the next level is the praise that comes off of my lips. Hallelujah. Come on, I hope you see it. See it, that real praise shifts the atmosphere. It shifts the atmosphere. Hallelujah. You can stand in a church and you can sing church songs all day long and nothing moves. I've been there. But when you get a few people, and it don't take many of us, that says, wait a minute. I've been anointed to lift up my voice. I was created by God. Air, breath has been put in my lungs for me to put put forth praise. And ain't no demon going to stop me. I pray somebody would curse Reuben today and stop being unstable and stop being like water, letting your circumstances dictate how you're going to go for You say, I don't care what my circumstance. Ain't no demon going to stop me. Ain't no sadness going to deter me. Ain't no circumstance going to sidetrack me. I've got a made-up mind. I've got a made-up mind. I'm anointed with praise. I'm going to lift my voice. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to lift my countenance. I'm going to dance before my God. I'm going to give my God all the praise. And when you do, the heavens start opening up and the blessings of God start coming down. Hallelujah! 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 Now you got to get this. You got to get this. God, this is God's word now. Here's exactly how God shows us. He said, Judah, your hand shall be on the enemy's neck. Judah, praise. When you praise, you put a chokehold on the enemy. That's what he says. That your praise put the enemy at arm's length. That your praise shuts off his air supply. Your praise stops his lies. Your praise cuts down his, his source of energy. Will choke out the enemy in your life. Don't you know that when you praise God that you take hold of the enemy's neck? I'm not making this up. This is straight out of the Word of God. That when you praise Him, when you say, I'm going to praise Him no matter how I feel, no matter what's going on, you are putting your hand on the enemy's neck and you're shaking him vigorously. And you're saying, you ain't got me no more. You're not ruling my life no more. 
I push, I push, I push the enemy back. Hallelujah. I believe somebody's going to get this truth today. And come tomorrow morning when your feet first hit the floor, before you go checking to see everything, before you start checking your text, before you start checking your Facebook wall, before you start reading the newspaper and trying to find out the pulse of society for this day, you say, no, the first thing I'm going to say, hey, hey, do you hear what I'm saying? The first thing is I have an anointing. I have an anointing of praise. I don't care what's going on in the world today. I don't care what's going on in my life today. The devil's got plans. He's got darts. He's got the strategies. He's got challenges. He's got setbacks. He's got mountains. He's got destruction ahead. But I know if I can get my praise on uh, that I'm going to have more for me than is against me. Uh, I'm going to have the angels of heaven. Uh, I'm going to have the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm going to have the power of God's Word. Uh, and no matter what the devil's got planned. I'm going to blaze a trail. I'm going to choke off everything the devil was trying to do to destroy my family. Come on now. I got an anointing and I'm going to praise my God. I ascribe honor to you God and glory and praise unto you. Lord, I thank you for another day. Lord, I thank you for life in my body. Lord, I thank you for movement in my feet. Even before you get out of the bed, let's say, God, you've been so good to me that if you don't ever do another thing for me, I'll die giving you praise. Somebody needs to get to that place right there. There's some people says, God, if you can give it to me, then I'll give you some praise. If you can give it to me, I'll give you some praise. If you can give it to me, I'll give you some praise. And God says, if you give me some praise, it'll come to you. If you'll praise when it don't look like you got anything, I need some people of faith. I need some people of faith. He said, without faith, you can't please me. And anything that is done not in faith is of sin. So I need you to do some faith. Will you praise me when you can't see it so you can see it? He said, I, that's why I set it up this way. And there's some people just whining and dragging. Oh, God, he don't love me. God won't take care of me. God, 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 God. And God says, as long as you're doing that, you're calling in the demons of hell. And you're right. You've you got a hell on earth existence. But if you could just wake up and say, emotions, uh, you've, been, you've been unstable like water. Circumstances, you've been unstable like water. Reuben, you got to go. Anger, you got to go. Simeon, you got to go. Levi, you got to go. Self-will, you got to go. Okay, Judah, you got to come. Judah, you got to come. Because when Judah comes, hallelujah, there's something that changes in the atmosphere. There's something that changes. Changes. Come on, you are to start praising Him uh, till things start moving. Uh, you are to start praising Him till, till things start shifting. Uh, you need to praise Him until the spirit of heaviness is gone. I challenge you. I challenge you. In the midst of your trouble, praise Him and see if it won't change. Hallelujah. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion, who shall rouse him? Here's a picture of you walking through the jungle. And on the jungle path, you walk up on this rascal here. A lion who's sleeping. And if you know what's good for you, you won't wake him. If you know what's good for you, you'll be very quiet and tippy-toe backwards. Lest you wake him, he leap up and devour you. The anointing for praise. This is God. Now, this is not something that I've read in a manual. This is not something some religious council came up. This is right out of God's Word. And God's Word says the anointing for praise 
is like a lion laying in the path asleep. And if the devil knows what's good for him, he better not wake up your praise. Because if he rouses your praise, you're going to come up with a roar out of your spirit. You're going to wake up shouting. You're going to wake up praising. And you're going to, devil, you're going to say, you better have left me alone. Because had you left me alone, my praise would look like a little kitten sleeping. How cute that is. But devil, because you pushed on me. Because you put your hand on my child. Because you put your hand on my health. Because you touched my checkbook. Because you touched my emotion. Because you've come against me. Let me tell you, devil, you've done roused up the wrong thing. Because I'm not going to get up and whine. I'm not going to get up and complain. I'm not going to get up and fault find. I'm not going to get up and be negative. Instead, I'm going to get up and I'm going to say, what? Oh, I'm bringing in heaven in this circumstance. Lord, I praise you. I glorify you. I magnify you. I give you the honor. I give you honor. And you begin to dance. And let me tell you what. Here you stir up your praise. Wake up your praise. And the devil, the devil's gone. Yes. I'm here. I'm here on divine assignment today. I believe does this, whew, I just get a little air. Whew, I'm on divine. When the divine assignment of God comes on you, the heat of God, the power of God, the whew, glory God. My assignment in the next three minutes before you get up to pray and get ready to leave from here is to wake up your praise. I don't, I don't want you to leave here not understanding the authority that you have in the anointing of praise that God has given you. So I'm here to say, wake up your praise in the midst of your trouble. Wake up your praise in the midst of your pain. Wake up your praise. Wake up! Wake up the anointing. Wake up praise. Wake up Judah. Wake up in Jesus' name. Be the roaring lion that God has called you to be. The lion of the tribe of Judah. A praise. That is our bloodline. That is our inheritance. That is our characteristic. My children look somewhat like me because my blood is part of their blood. Well, I'm telling you as a child of God, the blood of God is your blood that you've been grafted into, that you've been made sons and daughters that you've been made joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And the DNA that we have is to be a roaring lion. The DNA that we have is to be victorious. The, the DNA that we have is that our authority has been given to us over all the power of the enemy and he by no means shall harm us. That we are to be a part of the king of the jungle. Do you hear what I'm saying? You are not the little worm that the devil tells you you are. You are not the weakling that the devil says you are. You are not the broke, busted, and disgusted uh, even Christian that the devil's made you think you are. You say through the inheritance of my family, I was born with this disease uh, 
and, the, uh, 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 and an ease moving towards uh, this function and this lifestyle and this because of how I was raised and because of my bloodline. But I'm here to tell you, you have a new bloodline. You have a new father. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, you have blood from heaven flowing through your veins uh, and it's time you begin to dig a DNA test. I took it for you and I'm showing you that it shows you healed uh, and it shows you prospering and it shows you victorious and it shows you with authority and it shows you as light going in the darkness and the darkness fleeing rather than the darkness tying you up and beating you up and it shows you as salt that brings preservation uh, and brings taste and brings culture back into this world uh, we are agents of change do you hear what I'm saying uh, when we walk in uh, you got to start seeing yourself as a lion of the tribe of Judah that you are of Jesus that he now has ordained you he has called you he wants you to represent him here on this earth he said what I did you do you'll even do greater things that I've done when the Holy Spirit has come upon you so we don't only have the blood of God as our DNA we have the spirit of God dwelling in us the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in your mortal body to quicken it and to give it supernatural life it's time for us to come out of our grave clothes I hear Jesus saying Lazarus come forth Lazarus come forth he's speaking to you and me we've been dead too long we thought it was over we thought the enemy won but Jesus says it's not over until I say it's over come forth and now I see us coming forth with grave clothes we're alive as a church we're alive as a Christian but we still carry the stench and we still carry the bondage of that which we were coming out of I'm telling you God says loose him loose him loose him I release that word over you today loose you I pray God loose you loose you loose you take off any grave clothes take off any stench of failure take off any stench of past disease take off any stench of setback take off any stench of loss and say no I'm a resurrected new being the same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead he dwells in me to quicken me to give me resurrection power and resurrection life and I'm going to praise my God I'm going to praise him when it's storming I'm going to praise him when it's sun shining I'm going to praise him when it's no money and I'm going to praise him when it's more money that I know what to do with because he is worthy he is worthy he is worthy and I'm going to yashab I'm going to bring I'm going to usher in the covenant power the covenant provision the covenant anointing and the angels of heaven into my life and into my circumstance through my praise hallelujah wake up Judah wake up praise wake up anointing wake up wake up Wake up in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me, please? Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Anybody say, I'm getting rid of Simeon. I'm getting rid of Reuben. I'm getting rid of Levi. And I'm embracing Judah. I want you to come up around this altar right now as we close in prayer for an anointing to be released upon you in the name of Jesus. Just come right now. 
Oh, we come to you, God. We are not going to walk out of here with those uh, that you warned us of. That spirit of Reuben's got to go. That spirit of Levi got to go. That spirit of Simeon got to go. Lord, I've already, I've already denounced them in the name of Jesus. But now I come. Now I come. Hallelujah. That the spirit of Judah, <laughs> that the spirit of Judah, <laughs> yes, would come upon my life. Lord God, that you would anoint me with that present day anointing of the Judah, of the praise. Lord, that I can praise in the midst of whatever's going on. Lord, I know my flesh is weak, but the Spirit is willing. And Lord, I need you to supercharge me in my spirit man right now. I need a download of jet fuel from heaven to get me through this week, Lord God. That as I walk, I will walk as a roaring lion. I will walk to represent you on earth. I will walk with praise on my lips that will destroy the enemy in my life. Hallelujah. So Lord God, right now, around this altar, Lord, we just pray for everybody. Everybody right now, God. Let that anointing come upon them. Let that anointing come upon them. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Let that anointing come upon them, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Let that anointing come upon them, God. Lord, from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet, Lord God. Let that anointing come upon them, Lord. Saturate them, Lord God. Like you poured the oil from the head, rolling, pouring down even to the bottom. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, let that anointing, let that anointing, let that anointing, let that anointing. Yes, God, in this house, let that anointing. In this house, yes, 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 in this, in the name of Jesus, right now, right now. We claim it, we claim it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, honor, glory, and honor, praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, I pray. Lord, Shandarabashata. If you got room, you can start to dance. You can, if you got room, you can just jump up and dance. You got room, you begin to vibrate for God. Hallelujah. Shake off every chain. Shake off every chain. Shake off every chain. Shake it off. Say, I'm not going out of here bound. I'm going up out of here free. Just shake your hands. I'm not going out of here bound. I'm going out of here free. Come on, just shake your head. Say, I'm not going out of here bound. I'm going out of here free. Come on now. Shake it. Shake it off. Shake it off. Paul shook off that serpent that jumped out and bit him. He shook it off in the fire. Well, the fire of God is burning here in this house today. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, do a work. Holy Ghost, do a miracle. Lord God, I'm praying. Holy Ghost, do a miracle. Holy Ghost, do a miracle. Holy Ghost, do a miracle. Lord, don't let this be a moment where they walked up to this altar like they've done before. I pray, God, a miracle. I pray a miracle. Lord, supernatural. Beyond anything they've ever imagined. Lord, let the miracle begin right now. But I pray it's full manifest this week, God. I pray it's full manifest this week, God. Lord, there's some with unspoken requests, Lord God. Lord, it's unspoken to us, but you know what the need is. I pray, I pray as heaven moves in. I pray as heaven moves in. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord God, it's gonna shift, shift the culture. Shift the culture of their home. Shift the culture of their life. Shift the culture of their family. Shift, hallelujah. Man, I've heard the praises of 
of drugs and how powerful they are. I'm telling you, there's a praise that we should be singing of a God who has an anointing that breaks every yoke and lifts every burden. I'm telling you, there's not a drug on this world that has the power to hold, that the power of God is not greater to deliver. Hallelujah. So instead of singing the praises of that drug, I'm going to sing the praises of my God. My God's a delivering God. My God will set you free. My God will bring you up. He will bring you out. He will set you up on a rock that is higher than you were in. He'll pull you up out of the pit. He'll pull you up out of that pain. He'll pull you up out of that bondage. He'll pull you up. He'll turn your life around. Hallelujah. If you'll just turn and begin to praise Him. God, I praise You. I'm going to praise You. I'm going to praise You. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 We call right now, God. Lord, I feel the authority of heaven on my life. With Your authority, I release Your command. And Your command is miracles. Miracles manifest. Whatever your need, let the miracle of God meet you at your point of need. What is your need? Let the miracle of God meet you at the point of your need. What is your need? Let the miracle of God meet you at your point of need. Do you hear me? What is your need? Let the miracle of God meet you at your point of need. Let the miracle of God meet you at your point of need. I say unto you, let the miracle of God meet you. I declare it with the authority of heaven. Let the miracle of God meet you at your point of need. It's not going to remain the same if you're willing to change. And what is the change? Wake up! Wake up, Judah! Wake up, praise! We'll change it all. We'll change it all. Who will rouse the sleeping giant who will rouse the sleeping giant I pray if the enemy has come against you let him rouse you that your praise would come alive and then you exercise the authority you have as a lion would have in that jungle Father we thank you for every person under the sound of our voice this day Lord there are people tuning in by the thousands Lord from different countries different states and we'll be tuning in at different times Lord God we send this word to them as well to their home, their car their place of work wherever they're listening we send this word Lord God you said that you are the Lord of the airwaves so wherever your word is spoken and received and I'm speaking it now God that if they're even in Australia and they're listening to this on a today or tomorrow or next week or next month, Lord, that your power and your authority through the airwaves would bring them the same deliverance that we receive here right now. Hallelujah. Now, God, I just pray that you were, your hand of protection would be upon each and every one of us as we now go into this week. And Lord God, if there's anyone here this day who has not, not called on you, to be their Lord and Savior, that they right now would say, Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart. I repent of my sins. I want to turn my life over to you. You said anyone who would call upon your name shall be saved. You said that if we would believe in our heart that God has raised you from the dead, Jesus, and 
declare Jesus Jesus you are my Lord that we will be saved I pray if there's anyone here today God that doesn't know you or not in covenant with you that they would come and repent before you this day and say God I want to live for you Jesus come into my heart forgive me of my sins Jesus I believe I believe you died for me you are now alive and want to live in me I declare your Lordship come and live in my life hallelujah Lord we just pray your blessings and favor upon each and every one as we now go into this day this week and the remainder of this month for your glory and honor as we go in Jesus name and everybody said Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How about turn to somebody, hug somebody's neck, give somebody a high five, fist bump, big smile, bless one another as we go into this week. Hallelujah.